Hey there, friend. Listen, I want to invite you to join me for an upcoming presentation I'm offering called How to Shift from Willpower to Want Power. If you're tired of feeling like you have the best of intentions with food and weight, only to have it all fall by the wayside by the time your head hits the pillow at night, then this is for you. If you're interested in making permanent weight loss easier and less of a struggle, then this is for you. If you're curious what want power is, which you probably should be, and can't wait to learn how to incorporate it into your journey toward peace and freedom around food, then this is for you. I'll be presenting live twice on Wednesday, May 1st, 2024, at both noon and 7.30 p.m. Central Time Zone. I'll answer your questions live and we'll have a really good time together. But if you can't make either of those days, I'm not going to make you get a replay emailed into your inbox only for it to get lost and never be watched no matter how deeply you want to make time to go through it. Because I mean, honestly, who are we kidding? (laughs) We've all done this, including me. No, instead, we are offering multiple watch parties for several days after the live presentation. So come watch the replay with other doctors and interact in the chat with them and my team. So either way, whether you come live or to a watch party, it will be worth your time for sure. All you have to do is register at katrinaubellmd.com forward slash want power. That's katrinaubellmd.com forward slash W-A-N-T-P-O-W-E-R. See you there. You are listening to the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast with Katrina Ubell, MD, episode number 71. Welcome to Weight Loss for Busy Physicians, the podcast where busy doctors like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the weight so you can feel better and have the life you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating and exhaustion and move into freedom around food, you're in the right place. Well, hey there, my friend. What's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to have you here today. Super excited to be recording this for you today. Today is my birthday as I'm recording this. So fun day. My kids are actually off with their old nanny having some fun for a few hours and I wanted to get some work done. So here I am recording this great podcast for you. I have to tell you though, yesterday... (laughs) I was seriously just thinking about how I wanted to share what I was doing yesterday with you guys, I seriously spent probably three hours filling out forms for my children to be able to go to this camp this summer. And it's just like one, one week camp. (laughs) I mean, it's a great camp. It's all accredited. And so they take everything really seriously and they want to really know about your child and all this other great stuff, which is, I'm all on board for it. That's all wonderful. And only one of them is even staying overnight. The other two are just going to day camp. But seriously, I was like, I need to hire like a personal assistant just to help with all of this stuff. This is ridiculous. And you will love this. My husband said to me last night, he's like, oh, so you're one of those people now. (laughs) So I got an email from the camp saying that within a little less than a month from now, everything has to be done. All forms in, everything paid, all signups done. And all of the medical forms and everything has to be done. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. I know the kids all had their checkups last summer. And so I go and I look, they had their checkups in June. 
but the camp is in July and they have to have had a checkup within 12 months of when they are going to camp. So that means that their June checkup, right, is like 13 months. So that's not going to work. So I'm like, oh, great. Watch me. (laughs) So of course, I don't just call the office because my kids go to the, the same office where I used to practice. So I'm texting one of the one of the nurses there. I'm like, hey, <laughs> can you check and see what's going on? She's like, no, 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 you should be good. They had him last June. I was like, no, I'm not good. And it has to be done by May 1st. She said to me, she's like, oh, yeah, well, that's not going to work. And so I was determined to not ask for any favors or do anything crazy like that. So I'm taking my kids to the CVS today to get their little camp physical forms done. (laughs) I'm so glad to be honest. I remember hearing that they were doing that and just being kind of appalled. And now I'm so grateful that something like that exists because what are you supposed to do? If your doctor can't get them in, where are you supposed to go? So we'll be doing that. No big deal. Of course, I'll still have them get their regular checkup with their doctor, but I just need someone to sign on the dotted line apparently so that they can go to camp. I also wanted to tell you that I was so disappointed that I had to turn off my space heater because it's too loud when I'm recording a podcast. It is so cold. I don't know what is up. It's actually like snow flurrying, which is not supposed to be doing on my birthday. It's supposed to be spring for my birthday. So anyway, so I've I've got a rice pillow heated up on my lap to to keep me warm. Okay, today I want to talk to you about gossip. And I think this is a really interesting concept because I think that most of you who are listening, most of us, don't really identify with being a gossip, right? We don't think that's something that we do a lot or really ever. I think many of us think that it's very much a schoolgirl kind of thing to do, middle school, high school, maybe college sorority kind of telling stories about people or sharing things and kind of really gossiping. I know that that's one way that we identify bullying, especially amongst girls in school is gossiping and spreading rumors and things like that. But I do want to suggest to you today that you might be gossiping, participating in gossip more frequently than you think. And I want to talk to you about what that would look like. And then I want to talk to you about why that might be a problem for you. It might be something that you want to change. And it's really interesting. I was thinking about being considered a gossip, right? And and it has such a negative connotation, right? We just think of it as like, ooh, I don't want to be that. And I was thinking back to my life and being in middle school. And there was this time, I want to say it was about seventh grade or so, where there was this kind of thing, you know, as there are these things (laughs) when you're in middle school, where people had these notebooks. And it was like one person had this notebook, just like a blank notebook. And I don't even remember all the details where the questions and stuff came from. But what you basically did was you wrote down everyone's name that was like kind of in your larger friend group, and you passed around this book, and people were to write down just what they thought about you, but kind of anonymously. But it was like most likely to this and most likely to that kind of a thing. And I remember that 
all of my friends, kind of extended friend group, we're sending this book around. Everyone's filling it in. And so it's like most likely to X, Y, or Z or whatever. And someone wrote by my name, most likely to gossip. And I was devastated. I was totally embarrassed. I remember just kind of being like, oh my gosh, like that's horrible. Like that's not at all how I want to be known or seen. And do I really gossip? And I remember thinking like, I'm not gossiping. I just really care about everybody. (laughs) Probably totally was gossiping. Who even remembers? But it's just an interesting remembrance of of a time where people were talking about that and what that might mean. Like, what do you think that person who wrote that, because it was all anonymous, right? I have no idea who wrote it, what that person was thinking that I was doing that was gossipy. So I was thinking though, like what really qualifies as gossip? So I looked up a couple definitions. One definition is casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. And another definition is idle talk or rumor, especially about the personal or private affairs of others. And I thought those were good definitions, right? A lot of rumor, a lot of talking about things that are not confirmed as being true. I love the idea of unconstrained conversation or reports, right? There's no filter there. It's just verbal vomit, right? Just let it all out. There's no filter. Whatever your brain is thinking, all the judgments all just come out. I think it's interesting though, because oftentimes people talk about gossip, like it's an okay thing. Like think about how if you listen, if you go on like that ETV channel, they're like all the celebrity gossip that you want to know, or People Magazine or things like that. They kind of talk about it like it's an okay thing. But really, What they're doing is exactly what these definitions say. They're spreading rumors. They're talking about details that are not confirmed typically as being true. A lot of unconstrained conversation. That's exactly what it is. It actually is gossip, but they're kind of spinning it like it's not a problem. So it really means that anytime we're chatting about other people's lives or just talking about our opinions of what's going on for them, we're gossiping. So why is gossiping bad? And so I want to talk about that. Gossip really is a buffer because it's a reaction that makes us feel better in the short term. It's a way for us to get that little dopamine hit and feel better. There's that German word schadenfreude, which means getting pleasure out of the discomfort or bad situations of others. And that's basically what gossiping is, right? We're typically not gossiping about amazing things that are happening to other people, unless we think that they don't deserve it, or there's some sort of negative issue related to that. And the thing with all buffers is that there's that short-term pleasure that we get, right? That short-term little dopamine hit, But then we exchange that for the long-term pain, the net negative. And when you're sharing information that's not yours to share about other people, you are gossiping. And so what I think about is every time that I have ended up feeling like I've been engaging in gossip, it kind of feels like salacious and really exciting in the moment. And then I always feel bad about myself later. Like not to the point of beating myself up, but just that feeling you get when you know you're not really being the best version of yourself. 
when you know you're not really showing up as the person you want to be. Like you think like, you know, I'm really kind of a better person than that. I want to be a better person than someone who totally is cutting down people behind their backs. And so the reason why this is important is because, you know, we use food to buffer to make ourselves feel better. And that has a net negative. Some of us use alcohol and that has a net negative. Some of us spend too much and then that can have a net negative, whether it's debt or it's too much stuff in your house. And gossiping is also a buffer. It's also a way that we try to make ourselves feel better because we're having negative thoughts about someone else. So we found out some information about someone else's life, like maybe they told us it or we heard it from somebody else, secondhand or thirdhand. And then we let our brains just create an opinion, have a judgment about it. And then we go and spread that around to other people. And that opinion might be making us feel bad, which is why we then gossip about it to feel better so we can make ourselves feel better. The whole purpose of gossiping is to make ourselves feel better than we were before because we are somehow making ourselves better off or higher than or somehow better than the person that we're gossiping about. So it really is something that doesn't bring anything positive into the world. And really what it is, is it's putting negativity out into the world. Now, if you've spent any time following the news lately, or even just talking to a lot of people there is a lot that's already negative out in the world. (laughs) There's already a lot of information to have bad thoughts about, right? And so I always think about, do I want to add to that? Is what I'm contributing adding to that negativity in the world? Or am I contributing something positive? What's interesting is when you put negativity out into the world, that is what you will get back. Like that will come back to you. And what that negativity does is it trains your brain to focus on other people's shortcomings, which then in turn creates the filter through which you view and experience your life, right? We all have this filter. Our brains can't possibly take in all the information that we hear and see and feel at all times. And so our brains filter that by what we ask our brains to show us. So when you are putting out this negativity, that is that filter through which you view your life. Your brain will show you more, more negativity. So this is really that net negative for you when you gossip, besides feeling, you know, maybe bad about yourself or maybe just kind of feeling that ick feeling like, ugh, I don't know if I felt good about that. And so, you know, this is not woo woo, this stuff. This is not totally out there, like putting stuff out and karma and whatever and any of that. Like literally when you are gossiping, your brain is creating stories about other people. And then you're perpetuating those stories by putting them out into the world. And right, they really are not usually very nice or complimentary or supportive of that person. You're asking your brain to show you what's negative or wrong or bad or salacious about someone else. And then your brain will continue to show you that. It'll show you what's wrong or bad or negative about your own life. 
as well. And that creates your experience of your life. So when we gossip, we think we know better than the person who we're gossiping about how to live their life. We're using their circumstances or our interpretation of their circumstances for entertainment value, right? And so then we're going about and sharing intimate and possibly really private information about these people that likely is really not yours to share. Back in the day, there was a nurse who used to work in my office and she was great with the patients and everybody loved her, but she really, really, really gossiped a lot. It was like she couldn't even control herself. You could just see that once she knew some gossip, like it was just going to burst out of her. She couldn't even control it at all. And I remember one specific time where I thought to myself, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she just said that and just shared that. She had been babysitting for another partner one weekend, and they were very newly pregnant, and their older child had shared with her because they had apparently shared with their child that she was pregnant. And so their child told this nurse when she was babysitting, and then she came to work and spread it all around to everybody. It was definitely not her information to share, right? Like that being able to share that you're pregnant is a great thing, right? It's one of the most fun things. And she completely stole that from everybody. And that is definitely gossip, right? Like she told me that and I was happy for them. And I immediately felt this pit in my stomach. I felt awful. I felt like, oh my gosh, like she just totally stole that from these people. That was not her information to share. It was because she was not able to control herself and control her filter, right? She just had to have that verbal vomit and share it. So I want to offer to you that engaging in gossip is like poisoning your mind. It does not bring out the best in who you are as a human. It does not build your relationships with others. In fact, when you gossip to somebody else, oftentimes they're then thinking, I wonder what she says about me when I'm not around. I've certainly had that thought before when people were talking to me. But one interesting idea is what if some of my friendships are based mostly on gossiping, right? You might listen to this and go, oh my gosh, with so-and-so, that's like basically all we do. You know, all we do is talk about people behind their backs. So now what? If I'm not going to do that with that person, what does this friendship look like? So it can be good to take some time to evaluate that relationship and really ask yourself, is this friendship serving me? Does it help me be the person that I want to be? Am I evolving toward the person I want to be when I'm with that friend or when I'm inviting him or her into my life? And I'm just going to take a leap of faith that you are someone who wants to improve yourself and you want to evolve yourself as a human or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So if you're the person who wants to continually be improving yourself, it's worth it to evaluate all of your relationships in this way. So it might be possible to kind of adjust or modify the friendship away from the gossiping so that it becomes more meaningful and more supportive communication. Or you might find that it really can't be salvaged. You know, if the other person doesn't want to stop gossiping and for him or her, gossip really is the foundation of your friendship, then you really can't control that, right? 
All you can control is how you're showing up. So if you disengage from that behavior, that gossiping behavior, it might seem like you're changing the framework of the friendship. And honestly, it seems like that because you are (laughs) changing the framework of the friendship. And so friendships can have lifespans, right? And that can be okay. Or maybe you can still be in each other's lives, but not in that same close way where you're really gossiping and trash talking other people like you were in the past. I always like to think that people come into and out of my life at just the perfect times. So you really get to decide what to make it mean if it's time to back out of a close relationship because you just don't want to invite this kind of poison, right? This gossip into your life and into your brain anymore. And the last part of this that I want to address or discuss is how do you know when it's really gossip? Like, what if you really just want to kind of talk about a mutual friend with another friend? Like, say you have a friend who's getting divorced and you're feeling like you want to be able to support her more, right? You have to think about what is that emotion that's driving the action of gossiping. If you are or talking about this person, if it's gossip or not gossip, if you're really coming from a place of love and can, true concern and really wanting to kind of play some ideas off of another friend, what might I be able to do to help her? Maybe you have a lot of empathy or compassion for her. You know, that's not going to drive gossip. That drives having a discussion with your friend about how you can really help this other friend or this other person that you know. If you have a different emotion that's driving that conversation like jealousy or contempt or frustration with somebody else or self-pity or really even just kind of having ego, right? Arrogance. Driving the conversation about that other person, you're much more likely to be gossiping because those are the emotions that drive conversation about somebody that isn't meaningful, isn't supportive to them. It's all about building yourself up, but in doing so, you're tearing someone else down. So have a thought with that and see how much that is applying to your life. I think that this is something that you're probably not doing a ton of. Maybe you are, but I think it's really worth discussing because it's something that is really important in terms of showing up as the best person you can be in all areas of your life, which is what we're trying to do. All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I will talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Did you know that you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to katrinaubellmd.com and click on free resources.